Kachki. I'm Drew Stack. And this is the, the Internet's, Internet's Maximum Potential. I don't think I've told you about this, but when I was a freshman at UW-Milwaukee, I was living on the 10th floor of the dormitory. Yeah. And uh, they had that icebreaker, like, hey, what's your major? With, like, the whole floor. Yeah. And there was this guy, Brandon, on the floor, and he was a film major, too. So when when it came out that I was a film major, he's like, oh, hey, we're going to be best buddies. Yeah, yeah. And so next morning, he knocks on my door. He's like, hey, let's go to breakfast. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I don't eat breakfast, but I went down with him to the cafeteria and... Uh, we sit next to some girl and she's talking with us and he's like, "Yeah, and this is Rick. We're gonna go to L.A. together and make movies." A day after we've met each other, we met each other in. Uh, he seems like a very outgoing personality. Oh, but then that like that night or the night the next night, he like knocks on my door. He's like, "Hey, you should come over. We'll watch a movie." I'm like, "Okay." He's like, "Yeah, you want to watch The Matrix?" Okay, <laughs> because that's that's an obscure film, film? Yeah. for that film for major. Film to be watching. Oh, the film majors! I don't I've know got what this watching. movie you probably never heard of. It's called The Matrix. The Matrix. It changed my life. But uh, the thing was, he was from like northern Wisconsin, and uh, apparently, he, after he graduated high school, he was dating a junior. She had she was still in high school, oh, okay. and so they were still together. But she's on the phone crying with him. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He's playing the Matrix, though, at the same time. <laughs> so he's, he's like, he just skips to some random scene. He's like, I want to show you this, Rick. And then he's back on the phone. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Puts his hand over the phone. I love this shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, goes, oh, I know, sweetie, I know. <laughs> I know. You know what, Rick? Uh, I don't know if you knew about this, but one time I was visiting John, and uh, we were going to go visit you. But we went to your room and your your door was unlocked and you were sleeping. So we just kind of peeked in. I saw that you had a the the complete series of the critic, which I was impressed by. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. I did have. I, then, thought, yeah. I thought this is a bit of. Wait, 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 wait. You have the complete series of the critic starring uh, John Lovitz. John Lovitz yeah. as yeah. Jay Sherman, the critic. Yeah, and it, it, oh, it uh, inspired me to buy it myself. <laughs> and funny thing, see, seeing me with a, a sleep with yes. it. <laughs> You were snuggling with it. No, and it was, uh, we were visit. yeah, we went to go visit you, and it was, uh, it was unfortunate I didn't get to actually talk to you, but we, I saw you. You, you, you could have climbed in, buddy. <laughs> I think that happened actually several times, and there, there would always be like a baseball game on TV that you, you were that, watching. That sounds TV. like me. Yeah. <laughs> Falling asleep yeah. while baseball was playing. Passing, you're that big of a fan. You're just... <laughs> or it's just that boring. <laughs> Another thing I like to do, um, that I think I'm actually going to record a short film like this, uh, similar to, I guess, an SNL digital short where it's kind of just walking around filming something goofy. Um, I do this in theme parks. I've done it for years where um, the group will be walking along and then I'll pretend to take a leadership position in the group and start walking about three or four paces behind the group but turn around to face uh, the group as a whole and say, so where do we want to go next, guys? Do we want to go to uh, um, Batman the Ride or Vertical Velocity? And all of a sudden, I will run... I will have seen it coming far away um, and position myself accordingly and I'll back right into a trash can and then fall over, knock over the trash can, make a large scene like I didn't see myself backing into a trash can and then people will look and stop and be like, is he okay? And I'll get up and I'll act embarrassed. It's kind of fun. It's a, it's a good You moment. are one cool guy. <laughs> so that's what I do to entertain myself. I picked up Tom from uh, his house and we were driving to see the film Red Belt, 
and uh, I was making a left turn onto 27th Street. I was heading uh, east, so the cars that are heading west, that lane also got to make left turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing simultaneous left turns. It's turn. a pretty standard traffic situation <laughs> in which cars on either side get a green left turn signal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're making the left turn, and <laughs> as I'm making it, Tom sees the oncoming cars that are also making lefts, and has a moment of panic where he thinks that it's coming straight. <laughs> and, and in this moment of panic, he goes, Rick, beep, beep. <laughs> As if... I should point out I did actually point at the car. So I was... So it made a little more sense than just saying beep, beep. I pointed at the cars and said beep, beep. But not like, ah, or like, oh my god, it's gonna hit us. Or, oh shit, you said you pointed at the car like a two-year-old and went, beep, yeah, beep. I, I realized after the fact it could have been interpreted as me trying to show Rick that I know what a car is. <laughs> but uh, at the time, in my head, I'm thinking, well, how are we going to survive this situation? <laughs> the best solution horn, would have been horn, honk horn, my horn. Just honk the horn twice. Usually twice we'll do it. <laughs> Three times is overkill, but twice... One time says, hey, two times says, there's something wrong here, and three times is just, you're being an asshole. But now I kind of want to get into life-threatening situations <laughs> with Tom, to see just how to Tom see what he says. How he would react. I'm pretty sure it's going to be beep-beep regardless. <laughs> Tom, your parachute isn't opening. <laughs> Disneyland in California, um, my, I, I live right near there. And one day we're there at uh, the Disney's California Adventure Park. We turn a corner and all of a sudden we see these like film set of cameras and crews and what's going on? We do we we investigate. So we go in and it says uh, you can be part of this high school musical like filming thing. So I don't know what it was, but it's some something for the Disney Channel that they were shooting there. Okay. Um, had something to do with High School Musical. None of the stars of High School Musical were there per se. No, the Zac Efron or. Vanessa Hudgens, you know, the kids from the musical, right. from the actual show. But Nick Lachey was there. <laughs> Why Nick Lachey, I don't know. But he was there. He was auditioning. <laughs> I, he was maybe auditioning to be in it. But it looked like some sort of like audition or reality show type thing. And that he was somehow... somehow oh, the, you know the what? Of. There is a show on ABC this summer. That's And he's the host of it. No way. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, so you want to be in high school... Do you want to be in High School Musical? Yes, I've seen this. Is it really? Yeah, I'm, I'm completely it's serious. Like, is this like a casting show for High School Musical 3 where like they'll put the kid into the... Yeah, and then uh, there's this clip that they use at every one where it's like this uh, this kid with like this big like afro and curly hair and he's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a shot of him hugging like the casting agent or something. So I'm glad to know that I now know what this is for because I had no freaking... I thought it was just some like B like thing that was going straight to internet. If I knew it was on ABC, I might have hung around longer. <laughs> and Nick Lachey is like, you know what? Everyone, as everybody now talks with this voice. Nick Lachey, he gathers a crowd of camera crew. We're going to make the best YouTube video <laughs> ever. ever. We're going to Disneyland, and we're going to pretend that we're doing something for High School Musical. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to do. People are going to be watching me, and I'll start to back up, but I'll know that there's a trash can <laughs> behind me. And I'll knock it over, and everyone will be like, oh my god, look what Nick Lachey just did. Oh! So, uh, <laughs> and then tag team will come out and do whoop, oh, there it is. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> Number one on YouTube. Number one on YouTube. Uh, we had a discussion about girls, those girls, and those, those girls. Yeah. 
in in order of categories to classify girls in terms of their attractiveness to a certain male. You know, every male has their own different classifications of each woman. Yeah, a attractive girl is a girl. You know, a, she's attractive in terms of personality, yeah, yeah. And attractive in terms of look. Yeah, so she's she's a girl that, that you'd want to date. Yeah. Now there's one of those girls who would be a girl who may be attractive, but. Uh, has like, a flaw, has a tragic flaw. Yeah. Whether it's you know her personality, the facet of her personality, or or just something, or she's mm, got like missing an eye. I was gonna say missing an arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say lazy eye, but that's <laughs> well, but it's just something that makes you find her unattractive, or yeah, you know that you cannot have a sustained relationship, yeah. yeah, with that woman. And those those girls are just girls that, um, on. Several different levels you just can't yeah, find. You Even know, as much as you'd love to. It ain't gonna happen. I gotta break it to you, you know? And we talked about how, you know, a majority of women who tend to be interested in Carl and I are yeah. those, those girls. Are those, those girls. And it's quite annoying that we find. Um, it should be noted that I don't subscribe to this theory whatsoever. <laughs> and while I think it's ridiculous, Greg Barrett was able to make so many millions of dollars by writing a book that essentially said, he's just not that into you. So I think that if you two put your heads together, hammer out like a 200-page book, girls, this could be a cash comma, those, those girls, girls, comma, those, those <laughs> girls. <laughs> Let's start off. Uh, how many days did you guys go on your trip? We were there from Saturday to Thursday. So it was July 5th through the 10th. Okay. So it was like, what, five five nights, six days? Is that correct? Wait. Fifth, sixth, <laughs> seventh, eighth, ninth. Yes. Five yeah. nights, six days. As, as the hell's angels ride by. <laughs> There's so many. They just keep, it's like a train. Like when you're sitting waiting for a train to go by. <laughs> and then they've got a pickup truck at the back. It just keeps going. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, we were there for... Five nights and uh, six days. Yeah. I'll go with the... It's called the Four Napkin. At You can find it at the Twisted Fork uh, on the east side of Milwaukee. And it comes... It's uh, this burger. This with napkins in it. <laughs> with four napkins in it of paper. And it's, it just gets caught in your mouth. No, it says bacon <laughs> and, and barbecue sauce. And then it has haystack onion rings on it. But this is the one... That they actually really do it well. Oh, I get it. Right. It's called the four napkins. Yeah, it's yeah, because it's messy, but it's an amazing burger. It took it's me awesome. I've been <laughs> I've been back there like four times just to get that burger. You've had the equivalent of sixteen napkins. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little quick math. Yeah. Yeah. Is four, the name four missing? times? Did four. you have to use four napkins, or did yeah, you save the environment? Well, exactly, and that's why it kind of you know I talked to them. You know, being an environmentalist, I was kind of like. You know, you're kind of encouraging people to use four napkins, which, you know, I just had this burger, and it's not really necessary. <laughs> so I had a huge fit at the restaurant. And you should have been like, yeah, that's no why you've gone back so many times. Four cloth napkins that they wash. Yeah, exactly. That's what you should tell them. <laughs> four cloth <laughs> Well, I them using too much water. Four either. napkins, no, four napkins with like a start, like an asterisk, and then below it's like, no actual napkins will be harmed. <laughs> Sorry, we do not have napkins. Exactly. We all yesterday I got to fish out. This is what I do. I'm an assistant manager now there. And to describe, I for 20 minutes I spent using a coat hanger that I found, digging out a uh, prize that some woman won. That's basically like that sums up my, my job. There. Like, is this is this in like one of those crane machines? Like a, or, or did she like? I want a piece of candy. <laughs> 
get it for me. Use a coat hanger. So you're in like the concessions booth trying to get out a thing of like Reese's Pieces. She said she won the prize. I'm gonna be the assistant manager. Do what the do what the customer wants. The customer is always right. Hey Drew, did you get my message? Uh, yeah, Josh. Uh, what what happened? Why why couldn't you come? Because we like stayed at church because my parents were like chatting with everyone and their mother. Okay. And so it got to the point where if I because of, of where I live, if I had gone. I would have gotten there for the last 15 minutes of the show. Josh, 15 minutes is better than no minutes. I'm sorry, Drew. I'm sorry I let you down. I'm very disappointed in you. My parents, I went to church this morning. My mom was talking up a storm, but I thought ahead, and I brought my own car. Hey, hey, uh, Josh, what was it like uh, working with Desmond Mason? It's cool. It's cool (laughs) working with Desmond Mason. He's a great guy. It was a... It was his first commercial and my first commercial, so... Did you meet uh, his wife? She was hot. She is smoking. <laughs> We've said that before on the show. She's very attractive. Uh, Josh, I'm going to be frank with you right now. Um, Desmond Mason is here. <laughs> <laughs> He's here right now. Um, Desmond, nice to hear from you again, and you're a lucky man. You're on Guest of Palooza. Oh, Josh. Josh, we uh Guest of Palooza. You've been Guest of Palooza. Uh <laughs> you're actually snap. on the show right now. We just called you uh to ask you why you weren't here. I I you're still doing the show right now. You're on the show <laughs> right you now. You could have been here, Josh. You are here for the last 15 minutes. So you made it for the last 15 minutes of the show. All right. There I'm you go. very happy. <laughs> you sound like it. You sound very enthusiastic over this speakerphone. Anything you want to I say to people on the internet? Yeah. Now is your chance. Speak out to the internet, Josh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show, Josh. <laughs> Josh, yeah, thanks for thanks for letting us call you and uh, guess to palooza you. I'm having this weird Asian beverage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Graham. Josh Graham. <laughs> hey, thanks, Josh. The mountains lay shattered. The earth had lay bare. The trees are all a waste, except there's one thing left. The internet's maximum potential. The internet's maximum potential. Guess the police.